Good morning, afternoon, or evening, possums. Just got a uh, real quick intro for this one to let you know that we're doing a listener survey. Also, shirts. Uh, the survey will be up for a few weeks and will help us know how we're doing and what we could do better. Uh, it covers everything from this show, Hacky Sack Heroes, STFU, Tom Talks, and more. Also, it's completely anonymous. You can find a link to it on the banner at the top of our website, southerntomfoolery.com. The survey will be up for a few weeks, and the entire STF crew is looking forward to your help with making our network even better. If you go to our site to do the survey and the banner link isn't there, don't worry, as there will be more of them in the coming months. To those of you who have already filled it out for us, I and we, the entire crew, cannot thank you enough. You're amazing and have given us a lot to think about and to work towards. And like I said before, we have shirts. Check out the new merch on our store, southerntomfoolery.com slash shop. Uh, thanks again for all of your support. Now, here's episode 80, The Host in the Darkness. Well, when I planned to do Signal Screams so long ago, over a year ago, little did I know that we would be in a quarantine situation in both in-game and out-of-game. Yeah, that timing. I mean, just fucking blowing it at him. Just lucky. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm nailing it. Yeah. Trying to escape. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even have brought it up. I'd have been like, yeah, this is... Premeditated, partner. <laughs> <laughs> totally did that on purpose. Uh, yeah, I got yeah. them. But then that would have meant that, like, I added it in here specifically for this. Um, no, it's just kind of an interesting thing how art imitates life and vice versa and all that kind of thing. Uh, but on a m- more happy note, I guess, is that we are now 10 episodes into season two. This is episode 80. This is the 10th episode of this season. Um, and I mean, we're, we're kind of through the opening steps of kind of getting to know the, the new cast and we know the new PC at this point and we kind of have a little bit of idea of what's going on. Uh, but I wanted to start tonight's episode with kind of recapping what you do know. Um, and I, you know, I thought about writing up a full, you know, this 10 minute recap where I recap everything that's happened, but I think it'd be more fun just to kind of talk around the table as our opening conversation today and just kind of go through what you, what you know, as of now there's there, I know that there was a couple mysteries that got started here, right? Mm-hmm. There was Kayon Reese. There was Kuiper Vargas. Who is he? There's what's going on at the resort. You know, and, and there's the kind of different guests that you've met. Um, what what do you, what do you guys remember? What are you guys thinking right now? Oh, oof. <laughs> <laughs> not everybody at once now. Uh, yeah, calm yeah. down. Well, so okay, that's the problem. There's so many things that we're thinking, and and I'm, I'm assuming everybody else is like me. 
How are they connected, man? Because they're all obviously got to be connected. There's no such thing as red herrings or uh, anything, <laughs> you know. <laughs> herrings can't be red. Yeah, I've never heard nonsense. of that as a plot device. Are we talking yeah. like what our characters know or what we think we know as, as like players? Uh, yes. Well, like, I think kind of both because I don't think there's much more that you guys know as players that your characters don't know at this point. Um so let's just here. I'll, I'll help it out. So let's start with Kaon. What do y'all know about Kaon at this point? Something fucky going on with him. Uh, he got a promotion. Remembers yep. he got a promotion and fell off the face of the earth. Yep. And is all secretive. And apparently, a lot of the executives who come here for whatever reason to New Elysium or to whatever Eclipse Innovations was calling New Elysium before mm-hmm. it was New Elysium the Public facing resort. Old, old Elysium, obviously. Old Elysium. <laughs> so, old Elysium. Yes. Um, they would come here and come back all different. Because, mm. like, he, okay. was a, he was a down to earth kind of dude, you know, and then yeah. he got his little promotion and went all like asshat rogue, like you said, fell off the face of the earth kind of situation. Like, well, he got too deep off in the CIA and couldn't mm. couldn't be a normal guy anymore, you know? Yeah. <laughs> what is that called? Is that Black Ops? Is that what that yeah. is? Yeah. I mean, so so yeah, for, for Fell's sake, his memory of him is a kind of down-to-earth executive, so that, that kind of remains in touch with the working class, right? Mm-hmm. Sort of, yeah, the, the working man's Exactly. Hero, pretty much. Right. Yeah. yeah, and uh, for for Fell, his on his arrival with Kaon reacting the way he did, that was a surprise to him. Meanwhile, Kuiper is here specifically trying to track down uh, Mister Reese. Correct, and he has eluded his <laughs> eluded him for the time being, but he has a very different perspective. Uh, of Kaon, right? Well, he killed his bro, right? Well, he doesn't know that. (laughs) He doesn't know that. Yeah. Like, he just saw the name. I mean... But but his his buddy knew something that got him killed, that's for sure. Right, exactly. Something about missing employees, you know, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, So, yeah, so he's trying to figure out he's he's got a he's a dog with a bone right now trying to figure out what the hell's going on right he's a and cat he's a cat man yeah and so you know he works for for uh eclipse innovations which you guys have then kind of connected to the resort itself right and right. that eclipse innovations is Behind the design of the app. Right. Right. Um, Have we connected Eclipse Innovations? Like, we found out about the mine that used to exist here. Have we connected them to the mine? No. No. Okay. Mm. Not yet. But, so like, honestly, just like, like that's, the, retreat. that's what we got to get to, guys. See, Adam, you should not have done a prologue because now we know. And now we know that... That whatever is causing all of these phantasms and things is definitely coming from Ooh, down there in that mine. Spooky like, mine. I lo- <laughs> I mean, Adam, you, Adam's got to be chuckling to himself. Like, you don't know shit. You don't know <laughs> I have, shit. I have a hunch. I have a hunch. 
Uh, so yeah, the prologue exists for a reason, and you know, you can stuff that. <laughs> you don't, you don't uh, have to justify this <laughs> prologue, Adam. Yeah, I'm not, You're doing um, great. But the there, yeah. you do know that there are stories of a mine that was once here. You you heard it through Gardenzio's mouth, who wasn't Gardenzio. Yeah, I got so questions about Chuck, that. Chuck. So there there is certainly some was the two men were somebody Kane? Kane and Chuck. Was Chuck the one I thought was Gardenzio, or was the Kane guy? Chuck. Chuck was. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a valid question. God, that was yeah. so shit, though. You need, to, you need to send a letter to Chuck. Uh, some some flowers. You know what I mean? <laughs> do, a do gift Chuck. basket. Uh, <laughs> over my dead body, dude. <laughs> the thing is, even though if he isn't Gardenzio, he's a he's gardener. Still a pirate. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck right. off. Right. Um, so, I just hate you people know, there, that there are plants. There are rumors of a mine here. Yes, of course, you guys as players because of the prologue know that there's a mine here but you're professionals and i i have no doubt that you guys can manage just fine with that bit of knowledge um <laughs> well i mean but we've found out about the mine as characters right you've what it's i'm saying rumors. is rumors yeah it's rumors, rumors yeah, from yeah. from a pirate you know right, right. so however um, my character is convinced there is in fact a real mine yeah i think that i believe it yeah i think that both both mike and Orin. I mean, would believe it at this point. It's, it's the kind of irony. It's like the most unbelievable thing happened, which like put put you to a hundred percent believing that it's going on, right? <laughs> well, it's the only lead we have, you know. Right. So, speaking of those phantasms and and the thing, you know, you guys have been seeing things kind of escalating as you as you remain here. Um, you you've started to put together that. They're not real, obviously, yet they do have some sort of effect on you. Like, and you, some of you have also become corrupted. Um, and, and while your, your characters probably don't have a whole lot of like full awareness of what's happening to them, they're certainly feeling different, those that are. And, feeling powerful in new ways and weaker in others. And so you're, you're notice, noticing a physiological change to you over this time too. And there's been some strange behavior from some of the other guests um, here. Right. So, I mean, uh, let's clearly go through it was those. the shrimp. I mean, I don't know why it's we're the shrimp. getting upset yeah. about yeah. all this. Yeah, right. If only they'd served prawns instead. So, yeah, I mean, you have the buzz blades, you know, um, Mike has gotten to be pretty good friends with, at least had some friendly conversations with Barrel Door. No, we're and, friends, man. Yeah. And Corin, then, I wouldn't go so far as to say that. Yeah. But. And Corin, and you know, Corin acted a little funny during your fight. Um, and then there is the, there's Talk, right? Who, uh, I believe Mr. Vargas has talked to and Talk has, offered his information as long as Vargas could convince the APA to be filmed. Um, so we haven't really crossed that bridge yet, but that's like kind of where... I thought you were a cat, but you're a rat. <laughs> um, and then you have Rami and in Indigo 13 and Kathessa, who seem to be aware of something going on too and have brought in a little alliance there between Fel, Vargas, and Ziva. Meanwhile, you guys are working with the doctor, 
And I th- that's where we left last episode as the doctor filling you in on some information that your boy, Philip Kausner is not doing well and is very ill in his room in that the resort staff has contacted the stewards because they're worried about whatever this sickness is that's spreading around and you guys are on a soft quarantine and that that's where we ended with with her kind of filling you in on this inside information in a in Titan's rest after hours um so i think that's where we'll start tonight oof Okay. Okay. So, I mean, are we still standing in this room in the aftermath Mm -hmm. of this conversation? Yeah. Okay, so we are the only ones in here with her. Um, Is... uh, (laughs) Uh, Doctor, do you know, is... Have you been able to... Do they think that this is some kind of disease or... Uh, how is this transmitted? Um, is it uh, yes. ca- uh, is it airborne? Is it what I, is it? I is do it? not know what is is causing this, and the symptoms are too varied to to indicate that this is some sort of disease. But I do not know what else it could be. What kind spreading. of symptoms? I mean, you have experienced some of them yourselves. Yes, there's hallucinations. There is anger. There is irritability. There is actual physical ailments like being nauseated and uh, and exhausted. Um, it's just all over the place, and no no person is experiencing the same thing. But something is definitely happening here, and it is beyond anything that I've ever seen in my medical life. So, Doc, can I ask you this? We. You know, we know about Philip, right? And so, you know, we saw the harm that had been done to to his arms and all his cuts and things. Have anybody else potentially like hurt themselves, like done in- intentional harm to their own body? I do not think that anything was intentional. However, there has been some very strange injuries that have that have come through here. Elaborate. Um, there was a guest that came here that had cut their mouth into many pieces because they were chewing on a plate. God. But they did not remember this. And uh, some of their friends explained this to me. And I I do not know what would make somebody do such a thing. The the patient did not remember any of it. Was was this a high-profile guest or just one of the others? Yes, it was. She kind of, like, cuts eyes at you, Warren, like, you know... Last time we started talking, asking for names, it got hairy. So she kind of looks at you like, "Yes, it was. Uh, it was one of our more known guests." Yes. Well, you better spit it out then. I, 
Is it really necessary? Because I just do not want to. I, I I want to provide as much information as I can, but I do not want to violate my Look, code God, of ethics. Let, let me be frank with you. I understand in normal circumstances what you, your code of ethics is there to do, but I think we can all agree these are not normal circumstances. And if we're the people in your corner trying to help you out, you may need to set that aside a bit and give us what information you can give us. Can I ask you a question? Of course. What does the name of this person matter to you? I give you the symptoms, but what would what would you do with this information? We might want to monitor this person. Notice any other changes. I've right. asked you to monitor every one of the guests. Yeah, but yes. there's a lot of people here, Doc. Tell me, is it only the guests, or is it also affecting the staff? Well, I Philip, mean, Philip himself is very ill, and yes, a couple of our staff have come under whatever this is. Well, what about you, Doc? I have not experienced any symptoms. As Sense of yet. motive. Uh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Sense motive, too. Okay. Let's yeah, see. fuck it. I'll just roll one of those on the side as well. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> All right, 21. Just in case somebody else slips through the cracks, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say I was going to roll one, and then I rolled a two. So it's going to be a big uh, 29 for your boy there. 29. Yeah, I mean, so so Cap and Oren. I mean, yeah, she's she is telling the truth. Like, nothing about her body language or her posture or her face indicates that she's lying at all and she seems a little shocked herself you know that she hasn't um experienced it she got that good willpower okay cool uh <laughs> um so ziva would fell roll a computer i'm sorry i'm sorry emily but fell roll a computer's check for me what gladly It's going to be a 9 plus 18, so 27. Okay. You get the the insight to ask her about the app. Okay. Because so, you've been uh, studying this for the last, you know, what is it, six days mm-hmm. at this point, trying to get, get to it. And knowing the, how guarded it is, you just get this intuition that there might be some, there might be something there, you know. So, uh, about this app, Doc, like, what, what, uh, what can you tell me about it? Is there any, anything like employees only? Is there, there's something that, like, I've been trying to dig in and it seems like locked up tight. Is like, what's, what's going on with this thing? I, uh, I actually wouldn't know. I, I do not have the app on my phone. Uh, it is. I thought it was mandatory for everybody. Yes, but uh, as the doctor, I was able to get a bypass from being connected to the social network. I mean, I use it on the Titan's Rest um, console to book appointments, but I do not have it on my personal commutant. So tell me something, Doc. Anybody else that's come to you with symptoms, have they all had the app installed? But of course, everybody here has had has the app, except so, you. Man, uh, yeah, well, let's 
you know, not, not don't press it too hard, Orin. Like, <sighs> just, I tell you what, I'm gonna give you my personal contact straight to my AI to where we can bypass all this shit, talk directly if we need to. That, uh, I think it would be a wise idea. I am it's- worried that. Kane is monitoring everything very closely. Oh, I promise you he is. Speaking like, I don't of know that, for sure, but I promise you he is. I want to go ahead and roll a perception just to keep a lookout. Okay. Can I assist or in with that or anything? Mm, I mean, no, because you didn't have that idea. Okay. Twenty nine. Twenty nine. He don't uh, need it. <laughs> Let's see here. Oh shit, he rolled something. Oh. <laughs> I mean, you're keeping a good eye, right? And you don't see anybody kind of lurking outside of Titan's Rest. Um, certainly nobody trying to get in. He seem, no. seems pretty secure at this point. Shit. Talks in the duct work. Oh. We didn't sign the the agreement to be filmed, so. Yeah. At the kind of talk about the the app and all that stuff, um, Doctor, I know that you said that Philip is in very poor shape, and he is in his room. Yes, he mentioned to me that I think it would be very beneficial for for Fell to have access to I'd like to see him yes I, I, is that why I, I want it I, she I, did I, mention quarantine yeah well soft quarantine we just can't leave right yes so yeah I like I mean we had a couple couple drinks and and you know I, I want to say he's a friend you know I want to check up on him I mean is there any way that I could actually go talk to the guy? I know he's under the weather, but... If it were up to me, I would say yes. How? But... but who's um, it up to, then? It's up to Kane, Mr. Zaffo. But, However, I think that I could probably arrange something. Please okay. let me try first before doing anything. I don't want to raise any suspicions. Yeah, um, sure. But I will see what I can do. Be ready, and I will contact you on this secure channel. Yes? Yeah, that sounds good to me. Thank you. You said the stewards were coming. Do you, do we have any idea as to when they will be here? I know the stewards are burdened by bureaucracy. Mm. They take a long time, and I do not expect them for weeks. This is why I reached out to you. Oh, yes, no, I just was wondering what our timetable looks like. Uh, um. uh, tell me, is there anything you can tell us about this, uh, Reese? Only that he is one of the benefactors of this resort. Uh, it is his company that has funded most of the construction and the, primarily the technology that is here. He seems like a pretty nice person. He was always polite to me. 
and in fact he was the one that interviewed me for this job and um, he had done his research and knew a lot about what I had done and hired me to do what I thought was a very good position but it's not worked out that way has it no it hasn't if there is nothing else I, I think it is wise for us to depart agreed what is your next plan just to observe and those that become more severely affected to quarantine them to their rooms and to get us a face to face with Philip and to get you a face to face with Philip yes Doc, if anybody comes in experiencing severe symptoms, it'd be the best thing for you to do to let us know about it. Uh, yes, I, I will. And I know you were talking earlier, you, you're, you're, uh, you're not too jazzed about trying to give us uh, names, but you know, if, if somebody comes in is, is dangerous and could potentially be dangerous to us, we need to know before we see them, before we yes. come across them just out and about. I, I, I agree with that. Um, however, the, the patients that I have seen seem to only be a danger to themselves. All right. Well, if that changes, keep that in mind, please. One yes, last question. And then she looks at, looks at you, Mike, and she says, uh, maybe to better illustrate why it is important to keep uh, my patients anonymous, you would not want me to be telling people about your incident with the prisoners, yes? Mm. <laughs> Honestly, I don't care. Um, <clears throat> I mean, it's not a good look, but like, I've been through worse. Well, I, uh, we completely understand your reasoning. Apart from reasoning, it is your, your job, it is your duty to not disclose this information. We understand the position that you are in and we appreciate your judgment in knowing when to disclose certain information to us you know that we are hired to do this job for you and if the situation changes so that people are a danger to others we know that you will be forthcoming with the information yes uh roll diplomacy Okay, so that's going to be 37. Uh, 38. Oh 377. <laughs> <laughs> okay, she uh, she looks at you, nods, and she looks, and then she turns to you, Arn. She says, well, I cannot give you these names. There is a certain individual here who seems to be keeping tabs on many things. I suggest you seek him out. Perhaps he can help you. That is good to know. And would you look at that? The, the time, it just... It slips away. Talk. Good, <laughs> good, talk. good thing we've got a cat in the pie. <laughs> uh, yeah, she kind of... <laughs> she has a weird little laugh, you know, like... Um, uh, and, and yeah, she says, I will stay here and leave... A few moments after you. So, 
I have a, a quick question specifically about the communications with her. Is there any way to set up like encryption keys or something like that in case the, the connection gets hijacked or monitored potentially uh, between my communications and hers? Uh, I know that there is a way to do that. I don't know exactly what it is. And so okay. for the sake of brevity, I'm just going to have you roll a computer's check. Gotcha. Because I know I can do that to the ship now within five miles with the expert rig that I got at level seven. But I don't think it's going to matter because I got a 14 on the die plus 18. So 32. Yeah, well, you're actually using the ship to, okay. to do the... Relay that. Yeah, because that's the only thing. That's what you've been doing is using your AI connection to the ship and creating a private channel from the ship. Uh, and yes, you're able to encrypt it and... I'll even let you put a level one um, countermeasure on it. You can pick that, you know, in between sessions or whatever. Okay. But that's a pretty good roll, so you can you can establish a countermeasure. 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 Yeah. Okay. So you guys step out, and I need everybody to roll a perception check for me, please. Got it. Oh yeah. Twenty-six. 29. 26, 29. 8. 30. <laughs> 30. 8. 16. 16. All right. Uh, so all you guys and gals that got above 20, you see that small shape in the shadows again. Very similar to what you saw after the gala. And it's like just like hovering at the corner. Like you step out of Titan's Rest and you look down the hall. And like this time you can see what looks like almost a small child with no skin just peeking around the corner. Oh, fuck that. Fuck that. I'm fixing fixing to shooting stars, this asshole. Like, like, Orin raises his hand and starts to summon some cosmic energy. Like, oh, fuck this. (laughs) I mean, we all see this. Uh, if you rolled above a 20, you I do. Don't. Okay, yes. Okay, so if that's the case, I'm going to go ahead and put my arm and extend it just kind of like, not actually on his, uh, not on Oren's arm or anything, but he's just going to peer deeper into the darkness and uh, perform a, use his resolve to glimpse the truth. Okay. Which allows me to uh, effectively just... Uh, confer upon the target the ability to see all things within 120 feet as they actually are. Okay. So what does Orin see then in the shadows? As I said, you see a, about a child-sized figure that has like most of its skin peeled away. You can like see into its muscle tissue and even some places are gaps to where you can see bone. And he's just staring, like he's kind of like crouched at the corner looking at you and he's just like smiling like really big but his gums are just kind of like all a little bloody you know it's not like his mouth is full of blood but there's just like they're all just kind of slightly bleeding all around the edges of his teeth and these just bright eyes look at you and then he turns and runs I want to imagine L- this with that motherfucker man to telepathy oh shit uh, no, right. no, no no go ahead Emily like, like I said <laughs> I'm be- I- I- limited telepathy would say it hasn't attacked us L- keep calm stay calm 
like the doctor just told us not to do exacerbating things like it didn't attack us that's what she so, throws out to everybody mm, fucking Look, it's dark I, I, out here I can go I can go after him or or it hates this but he will defer to his captain and he'll just like scowl and then like just drop his hand in the cosmic energy phase he's like uh, damn it yeah, now. like he, like it was like charging in his hand, and yeah, you get this I mean, message from the captain, gonna... and, you, and you bring it down. And by the time you do that, you look up, and and the thing is has is gone, has left, run down the hall. Can uh, we? Can I go after it? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to go ahead and go after it. You know. Okay. So you so you run and hit the corner and roll a perception check. All right. <laughs> Mike's standing there like, uh, say, guys, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, same with Phil. Okay, that is a 21. You see what looks like maybe a shape at the end of the hall, but it seems to just dissolve into the shadows that paint the wall and, and, and just disappears. Like, you can only see, like, the back of its foot before it just... <laughs> kind of dissolves into the shadows on the wall. Some fucking ethereal... Man, I don't even need to say it because y'all all know what I'm thinking. Right now. I don't like it. God damn right <laughs> I <don't. laughs> So, yeah, he's going to come back over there and just, like, uh, go up to Orin and say, what did you see? You're talking about the true seeing. Like, that was, that was legitimate real? Yeah. F- fucking skinless baby. Not a baby. It's disgusting. It's like a child. It's like a child. Like, excuse like me. A Ten to twelve year old. Excuse child. me, space daddy. A child. It wasn't a toddler. <laughs> um. Excuse me, space daddy. Was it a child or was it like a halfling? It was a child-sized Ooh, okay. thing. Good question. Yeah. It was a um, child-sized thing. I mean, it was really hard to determine because it was looked so grotesque. It's fucking gross, is what it was. It yeah. needs killing. Is there a deity of, like, dentistry that we can pledge ourselves to? Because it seems like the real mystery here is, like, gingivitis. There's a lot of mouth problems going on here. Mm. Um, Can we investigate the spot where we saw it? Like, you said it was, like, dripping. Is there blood or is there any kind of... Yeah, any trail. Can I detect magic around that area? Um... Yes, you can. You can do all those things, and I will just say that even even taking twenty, that yeah. there's no trace. Okay. Okay. Um. Even so, so, as, even like so back uh, to, bounty so hunter. Back to the profession. room. Yeah. Yeah. As yeah. we're walking, Orin's gonna say, "Cap, next time I see that thing, I'm fucking shooting it." The next time we think, see that thing, hopefully we will have a lot more information about it. For all we know, it wasn't even <laughs> corporeal enough to take damage. I, I, I don't know what the fuck is going on here. That's some very good RP metagaming. Sorry. Yeah. No, 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 that's a good like, blend of all of it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, it was what you saw was technically real, but we saw no physical evidence that it was actually a thing. Like, on. That's what Ziva says. That she says, on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's back to the room. Um, 
yeah, I mean... All right, everyone but, sleep with your lights on tonight. All right, except for you, Kuiper. Yep, except for me. <laughs> with one, one eye I got open. dark vision anyway, so... Gripping yeah, well, but you don't like the light anymore. Yeah, remember? I don't. I mean, uh, speaking of that, <laughs> we need to roll... ability to see that I'm worried about. Um, we, we need to roll some checks. Um, Fel, roll a computer's check and break this app open, finally. Alright, I'm using Can I give your, him a thing? Can I inspire. do you have Yeah, use your inspiration doll. Yeah. Phil, I've, you I've should also check of all of your uh, abilities that you have, uh features, like mechanic features that maybe give you bonuses to computer checks once or a day. Like re-rolls or anything, no. you know. Resolve I mean, points. I don't have it. So I'm a roll with uh let's see what who's whose do I want to use today? Get your drone to help you. Uh, that's oh, wait. Well, the drone is the AI. I, I mean, can help you could, too if you like. Yes, yeah, I'm saying like you yeah. could invite Kuiper back to the room. Uh, yeah, Ziva can help. Like, guys, uh, I've, I've been trying to break into this thing for like a fucking week now, and I just can't make like I can't get through it. I've gotten close. I can tell I'm fucking close, but uh, maybe I'm missing something. I'd appreciate some help. Let me see and that code. I'll make some coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Ask everybody who is uh, proficient with computers in any form or fashion to uh, mm-hmm. aid, if okay. possible. I aid uh, with a 19. Does an 11 aid? Yep. I aid! Yeah. All right, so that's an extra four. Mm-hmm. Plus the three from the Steve's, or the Phrasmaspiration, the Steve'spiration. Okay. Matumbe. Yeah, Matumbspiration. Oh, God, I don't... Yeah, let's roll it. Come on, you got it. That's an 18 on the die. There yeah. you go. So that's What's your 36 total? plus 7 would be 45? 43. 43? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, <laughs> that just took you barely. Way too long. Yeah, I <laughs> just missed it. Um, what was the DC? just missed it. The DC was 31. Okay. Oh, wow. Uh, however, there's a bonus if you get DC 36, which you did. So you're going to get all the information. Nice. Uh, so the first thing is that you already know that the user agreement and privacy policy reveals that Eclipse Innovations is the software's manufacturer. Um, That when you analyze it, you see that the app is actually hybrid tech. Um, Albeit nothing too unusual, but this does continue to point you towards Kayon Reese having a hand in this. So, what do you mean by hybrid tech? So, it's like magic it's and tech. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's part cuttlefish. <laughs> it's part cuttlefish. <laughs> um, you also see that that it's also updating pretty regularly. Um, that in the, that you see that The program has altered parts of the firmware, like uh, has altered parts of your device's firmware to receive a constant low-grade signal. Um, huh. Okay. You can roll a another computer's check if you want to try to I was track the signal. I was about to ask. Aiding. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what can I was Can we wondering. aid? Yes. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. shit, shit. Sorry, I dropped my dice like all over the place. 
And I'm, I'm you Ooh, know, I'm going to use a BK inspiration yeah. on this too. So that's, that's, that's an aid with a 15. All right. So that's another plus seven. So thank you, Brandon, for this. Uh, right, so that's a 28 plus seven. So 35. Uh, yeah, you did miss that. Damn it. Um, so you can't really tell where it's coming from, but what you can. A, a 35 get, didn't get it? No. Um, but it's like game breaking stuff. Yeah. There is this constant, like low grade pulse that seems to just kind of keep, it keeps like pinging to your comm unit. So it's going from a source to everybody's devices. Yes. So you look at kind of everybody else's stuff, you know, you see that they all have similar. Okay. Is there, and this may be like getting too deep off into it, but is there a way that we could kind of like analyze the frequency? Or uh, yeah, the you could thing. try to roll that computer's check that he just failed. Oh, no. okay, fair enough. <laughs> well, no, okay, so we just I, I was thinking you were talking about like where it was coming from. Well, that's the, I mean, what it's that's what I'm saying. Analyzing the frequency, it, yeah. to gotcha. you know, is is part of that, right? Yeah. So you just weren't able to to do that. Like, is this a known? brown noise or is this some like alpha waves like what are we looking at here <laughs> I don't know does it sound like screams <laughs> it doesn't sound like anything we found uh, actually, we found the signal you know, of screams I, I, I joked about it earlier but Fell is actually going to like while since he can see this now or knows that it's there he's going to turn on his signal jammer just to see if it stops like just very briefly just like yeah. click click uh, yeah, nothing happens when okay. you do that. Um, particularly because you don't really have a beat on what type of signal this is. Mm-hmm. You know, but you, you, you do try. Well, there's like two options, right? You can do comm units or I can't remember. Um, but I you try both and, and neither one of them work. Um, what about? Imagine that's the signal jammer just goes for like tech. I mean, if this is like some hybrid shit. Right. Then, yeah, it's probably not even gonna. Is there perhaps a way for us to alter the frequency um, through maybe an engineering check? Not, something? not based on what you have, have to, discovered yeah. so far. Yeah. Um, okay. I want those of you that aided fell on computers to roll a perception. All right. Okay. <laughs> Ooh. This is what it sounds like. And the- Oh, <laughs> that's a signal of screams. Yeah, that is a um, twenty-two. Uh, that is a what's an, what's eighteen plus fifteen? Thirty-three. Thirty-three. That many. Uh, so Ziva, you're kind of you know did a little bit that you could do to help, and you're looking at Fell, and you see that the patterns on his skin all have shifted to like coils that just wrap around his skin, and they're all like red. And failure, you yourself start to feel a little warm. Oh. Uh, you know, like as you are um, like figuring this out, finally breaking through, you kind of feel just hot with with energy, and it's not an appealing color. You know, like the it, it's. Kind sickly of this red. sickly red, like it, yeah. and, and kind it's of like just kind of and- yeah, almost like varicose veins, you know, <sighs> but like red instead of blue. But like he just, it looks really strange throughout his skin. And Fell sees this on his own skin. Yeah, I mean, you feel it. All right. Can I roll a medicine check on that and see if it 
Like, I don't, you know. Yeah, sure. and that Phil, doesn't Phil's look gonna, right. Phil's going to yeah. try, while he's doing that, Phil's going to try and change it back to normal. Mm-hmm. Like, can, trying to change, you know, shift his skin to... While they're doing that, can I reach out? Do I feel... Is there, like, heat coming off of him? No. Okay. By the way, that's a big natural 20 on the medicine Ooh. check for a 32. Yeah, I mean, you, you kind of, like, you know, say, hey, let me let me take a look at you. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you run, you, you run kind of a general diagnostic, and there's, he's, I mean, he doesn't feel hot at all. And, I mean, there doesn't, you know, you go through the questions that you would ask, and nothing that he responds well, with I mean, would indicate. Well, or- I mean, medicine is all intuitive, right? It's all... Right. It's whatever all, it's, whatever it's, your process I, is, yeah. the bottom line is that you don't see any medical reason for this. Can I is roll that, a mysticism? Uh, yeah. Guys, I'm 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 uh, I'm getting kind of hot here. This is uh, felt it's pretty good too. Eighteen plus fifteen is thirty-three. So, I mean, something mysterious is going on. Ziva would just go get him like a wet rag. <laughs> but that's I mean, like, you don't you don't I mean, you don't know what's causing it. That's for sure. Have you been? Have this, has this been happening? Is this no, the first, first time, time this has happened? First time. I, I, yeah. The first for me was the the uh, the eye thing coming out of my mouth, and now this. I don't. What? Like I, this isn't. I'm not doing this. I can't change. And he again tries to shift his skin. I can't change it. All right, calm, calm down. It'll. We'll, we'll get through this. And Mike yeah. takes his shirt off for solidarity. Um, <laughs> it, it does start to tone down a little okay. bit once everybody starts like kind of calming you down a little bit. Yeah. Um, so and I mean, it stays the- red, but it's not like glowing, nor is it hot anymore. Fell was reaching for the button on his pants to take those off too, because starting to get hot. But since it cooled off, you know, thank God. nobody judges you because this is a safe space. <laughs> um, so, so yeah. I mean, is there anything else you want to do at the end of the night here, or we need to start rolling these corruption checks? I mean, anything to delay those guys come up with something. Uh, the, I mean, the only other thing is, you know, is the encryption key. Is that something that we can go ahead and set up tonight, just in the event? Like, I want to have all of our communication yeah uh, it's yeah. set up it's, okay yeah, okay yeah. and yeah. I, i've already picked the the countermeasure it's just a fake shell so if somebody hacks in and sees it it seems like normal computer like communication me checking up on the ship cool okay. nice um and just just so that we can have it out here uh, because she said be ready whenever she has uh philip's situation in hand um ziva will you know talk with Phil and basically it's just like whenever you have access to his his uh, bedroom is whatever. He said that he has emails that he doesn't remember writing, that he doesn't remember sending. Uh, he sh- you should be able to access maybe his comms or something, but if there's a way that you can put some kind of monitoring device, uh, preferably video, uh, in his room so that we can keep an eye on it. The doctor's only going to tell us when things get worse. I mean, we need I, to know what's happening now. I don't have any cameras, but uh, <laughs> you know, my relationship with Tox not great. But uh, he'd probably be our best bet to try and you know get some type of monitoring something because I don't, I don't have shit with us. She, she, I assume Vargas is still with yeah, us, right? Yes. He's in the room. Yeah. Maybe you can talk with our friend. I can arrange that. Um. All right. Well, then let's get these. Well, here's the thing. I mean, you guys have plenty of resolve, right? Yeah. So, we'll we'll, we'll bypass that 
for tonight. However, I have to roll a couple checks for those of you that I'm still rolling for in secret. So, Phil, you go back into the bathroom. Or maybe just to your your room. And you start looking at your skin trying to figure this out, right? Uh-huh. And as you're looking at it, this, this panic starts to kind of come back over you a little bit. And the more panicked you get, the redder your markings get, the hotter you get. And then all of a sudden it feels like lava is coursing through your veins. And you see these, these red markings begin to like actually simmer with fire. And then it erupts with fire, and all over your arm, you have these like just small lines of flame just kind of coiling all around your arms. And you can feel yourself burning, you know, and you can smell your flesh being charred. And, and it's just like causing you so much pain. And, and then you just like kind of focus, and you grit your teeth, and you just. <sighs> And like the fire goes out, and you just like chill yourself, uh, and, and like just automatically puts all the fire out with this like kind of cold steam comes out from all the pores of your arms and your legs and, and your chest, and where all those markings were, they're now you now no longer have those markings that that are like moving in your skin. They're all scars. They're all burn scars, like forever planted now there in that pattern as burn scars all around your skin, and you have been corrupted. Wow, dude. So one, that's metal as fuck. Two, I don't like it. (laughs) Um, You have gained the cold-blooded manifestation. Um, The chill of the deep shadows has inured you to cold. You gain cold resistance five, and... If you have three or more manifestations, this resistance increases to 10. However, your stain is, your appearance becomes disturbing, hence the scars, reducing your charisma score by one. Damn. If we were going to try and keep being low-key, that just put a a tough spin on that. I just put on long sleeves. There you go. go. I mean, is it your face and stuff, too? No, it's mostly, like, from neck down. Oh, okay. So you guys go to bed. And, you know, Mike, you continue to have your nightmares um, uh, of drowning in various ways, um, of being beaten to a pulp in a boxing ring, like with without an ability to swing back, you know, just kind of tossing, turning, don't get a good, very good sleep. It's like those dreams I have sometimes where I get in a fight, but my punches are weak as fuck. Right, right. Oh, yeah. did I hate those, <laughs> man? Yeah, like you try to run, but you can't. Yeah. It's just like, uh, uh, well, slow I motion. Because it's like, like you're hitting noodle. people, but it's like pillow hands. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like John, you have you continue to have nightmares, or you have nightmares of the swarm, and of just like disappearing completely. Um, Ziva, you have nightmares of being back at the arena, um, in that it's your stomach that was gutted instead of Uli's, and nobody saved you. Phil, you have nightmares of your AI like exploding out of your body. Um, and or 
you know, and then it shifts to it just taking over your brain and then it's back to you being like absorbed into the ship. It's like this really weird series of, of images and nightmares. Oren, you have a kind of specific nightmare that's going to require some nightmare noises. Oh, shit. What? Yeah. So let's, uh, let's get them. find yourself sitting in your pilot's chair on the bridge of the epic tracer the panels and instruments are all blinking with emergency lights and sounds and you can see that the hull of the tracer has taken some significant damage no sooner do you make this assessment and you hear the telltale sound of artillery approaching and then you are rattled to your bone as the ship is rocked by impact as you look out through the windows you see you are on Arellos. You look closer toward the elevator that descends into the lab and you see the door open. You are startled as you see yourself, along with the rest of your crew, pouring out of the shaft, looking harried and beaten up. You watch in stunned paralysis as you watch yourself run full sprint towards the boarding ramp of the tracer. You see the rest of your crew running across the asteroid's surface, dodging the continuing barrage from what you know to be Zolan's ship. And then you see her, Sedona. She is standing at the doorway, making sure your friends and all the scientists get out safely and head toward the ship. Time seems to slow down as you know what is coming. You can see the torpedo now, heading directly for your mentor. You watch in helpless agony, but then Sedona's face begins to change. Her ears extend and sharpen into points. Her circuitry begins to fade into her skin. And now you are looking at Evelyn, and she locks eyes with you. Tears fall down her cheeks, and you can see that she has a bullet wound. Your shot. She locks eyes with you and mouths, Why? Before time seems to speed back up all at once, and she is obliterated by the torpedo. Then you swivel in your chair to see yourself running up to the bridge to take the very seat that you are sitting in. But as Oren approaches you, he shifts too. His face begins to swirl into shadow. Then out of the blackness, you can see what looks like a star exploding, creating an entire universe in your doppelganger's face. You see all of creation happen in an instant, and then it goes dark again. Right as this twisted Oren runs directly in front of you, the face changes again. And this time it is Sedona, but it is the voice of Ibra that comes out of her mouth. You didn't save your first captain. You must save your second. And then the two Orens merge into one in the pilot's chair, and you wake up with a start. Fuck you, dude. Okay, first of all, <laughs> that was um, awesome. But yeah, Oren like will just wake up in uh, just tears streaming down his face. He just doesn't know what to make of of any of this. But he's he's upset, you know. And uh, he's gonna take a little while before he joins the group to sort of compose himself because he's just. 
got a lot in his mind, doesn't understand what any of it means, and and uh, is confused and and sad. Hmm. Hmm. That's cold as fuck, Sky Daddy. <laughs> when he does join the group, Daddy. when he does join the group, Ziva's gonna have a cup of coffee ready for him. Here you go, Arden. Good morning. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, he just grumbles. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, there's something wrong with Orin. He's grumbling, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> He's not acting his normal self. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's day eight now. My goodness. Um, and we're just going to kind of fast forward to the next important thing that happens. Uh, go ahead, uh, Josh. Yeah, so not to do a long, drawn-out morning, everybody meeting back up scene, but Fel wants everybody to know what happened with his skin and walks into the room shirtless and just holds his arm out and changes, or his arms out and changes his skin black. I assume the scarred parts don't change color, correct? Yeah, you don't have the ability to change your skin anymore. Yeah. Oh. Oh, shit. Okay. So, yeah, Fel walks in and, uh, guys, uh... One of the things that makes me Vathani is uh, I can't I can't do it anymore, and uh, the, these skies. I um, think we all let the doc know about this. I, is his face? Can he change his his face at all? Like his entire body, his morphing capability is gone. Yes, correct. Okay. Um. Well, I certainly think that this is some um, a new. Um, Yes, probably should let the doctor know. Uh, Oren, you are a medically minded individual. I don't think we should tell the doctor shit. (laughs) I don't trust her. You don't trust fucking anyone. Yeah, and it saved my life this far, Mike. I mean, we need all the fucking help we can get here, and you're popping off every goddamn 12 minutes and just shooting us in the foot. I Orin understand. Just, Orin just goes quiet. He's just, he, he just shakes his head. He doesn't have anything to say to Mike on that. I understand your hesitation, Orin, but we need, we need to compile all evidence in this, and maybe the doctor doesn't need to put it in her records, but she can keep it on her mind. Phil's comm unit goes off. Oh. Like, right as you're saying that. Hmm. And Fell checks it. It is a message from the doctor. <laughs> Says that she is has an appointment scheduled with Philip. And that if you could create some sort of distraction, she could let you in his room. She could let some of you in his room if you could distract the guards that are guarding his room. Fell pings back. One word. When? Uh, that afternoon, we'll say one okay. thirty. Okay, good. Thinking time, try and get Vargas mm-hmm. to do the talk stuff, and Fel shares that with the group that uh, she just asked. And this afternoon is our chance to get in with Philip. All right, so we need to come up with an elaborate Ocean's Eleven style distraction. So we're we doing <laughs> a uh, doing a montage, <laughs> obviously. I'm sure that that was just a coincidence and not at all anything creepy. So. This, this is fine um, but now that we have timeline for that 
Yeah, so uh, basically she would just say, Fell, if you want to, it's your body. If you want to tell the doctor, tell the doctor. But I would suggest that maybe she not add it to her official records in the event that Mr. Kane is keeping an eye. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I'll uh, tell you what, let's, let's have this meeting with Philip first and then... Uh... We'll, we'll, uh, we'll see how I feel about it then. Agreed. Uh, and can we assume that Kuiper's come over for breakfast? Yeah, that's what I was <laughs> going to say. Like, you know, we'll fast forward to you guys getting together with Kuiper at this point. Cool. And, um, you know, you d- it doesn't have to be terribly elaborate. Just kind of what 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 is, who would go in to talk to Philip and who's going to be involved in distracting the guards? And how, how do you want to distract the guards? I mean, I'll be pretty... Lenient on this. I just want to hear what you guys want to do. I'd I'd like to go in with Fel because we're the two ones that have, I think, probably the closest relationship with Philip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So the three of you got any ideas for distracting the guards? Um, no. I'd like to make the <laughs> suggestion of being able to go invisible and uh, perhaps either either a distraction through sound. Um, most likely sound of something going on down the hallway, away from. Okay, I mean and maybe Mike some, and uh, Oren like cause a scene somewhere. Are are not not cause a scene? We don't need any more bad blood. I was gonna say try and assist this security. Like, hey, just there's something going on the, down here. Just yeah, stall them yeah. at the yeah. spot. Yeah. 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 Perfect. So, so, so Kuiper, you have the ability pretty much to go invisible, right? Because if you're... Yeah. Several you're, ways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so then you would go to the hallway where you... Because Emily, Ziva walked Philip to his room so you know where his room is. Mm-hmm. Um and so the, th- the three distractors would go there. Kuiper would go invisible and create some sound maybe around the corner, like close enough for them to hear, but far enough yeah. away to get them out of sight of the door. Right. And then Heath um, and Zach, Mike, and Oren would then kind of show up behind them and try to keep them on the scene a little bit. Like aid with the deception or something, if need be, kind of... So what, yeah, I mean, what kind fun. of sound are you making? Like an like an explosion or, or a gunshot or something like that? I mean, it needs to be drastic enough that they like it's not just a box falling over or something. Screams or like I don't know something. I was gonna use my vo- uh, vocal modulator. Um, it, it's not just it has to be one voice, you know, oh. it be really any voice. So basically, I could make the sound of uh, another guard. Um, requesting assistance further down the hallway. See, so my thought was like, if it was something more drastic than that, <clears throat> if me and Aaron are nearby, we can run along with them yeah. and tr- and make it out like we're trying to help. Yeah, and then exactly. I can get in an argument with them and be like, every fucking time I try to help you guys, you give me shit, you know? Yeah, that'll work. Yeah. All like, right. I think, I think maybe like a scream, not like a guard, that they can question, like, That's good who the point. hell is yeah. that? Yeah. But, like, just a random, like, damsel in distress kind of scream. Yeah, or yeah, something. sure. I'll do that. 
So I think that's a good plan. Uh, what I need for you guys to do basically is roll a bluff. Who's got the best bluff out of the three of you? Probably Kuiper would be my guess. My bluff is at 11. I have a plus six. All right, so you can both, um, Mike and Oren can roll to aid. Oh. And Kuiper's bluff check. Okay, so that is going to be a 24 plus whether they aid or not. 15. Definitely. Okay. I do not. Okay, okay, so that's a twenty-six total. Yep. yep. Um, yeah, you are you are successful. So you go up to the hallway and you go invisible, and then you go around the corner and you create this scream. Mm-hmm. And you know, after the given amount of time that you guys decided on, both Oren and Fell kind of follow the guards that go around the corner. Oren and Mike. I'm sorry, Oren and Mike, right? And then Fell and Ziva. Once, once the coast is clear, you see the doctor kind of coming around the corner and she sees you and says, it kind of nods and just waves you into the room, to, to Philip's room. And you see Philip laid up on his bed, pale as all get out. Um, his eye is swollen. His lips are bruised. His wounds on his arm are like actually bleeding, you know? Uh, I mean, they're bandaged, but they're, it's kind of like bleeding Sleeping. through the bandage. Um, and he is, he is like asleep when you guys walk in. So if Philip is asleep, first thing Phil's going to do is look to see if he can find his comm unit without waking him up. Yeah, I mean, it's sitting right on, right on his bedside table. Bell puts it in his pocket. As soon as you reach for it, he sh- his eyes shoot open, and his like hand slaps on your, tries to like stop it. Roll a reflex save. All right. It's an ad twenty. Oh, oh damn! All right, for twenty-eight. You're, yeah, you're able to pull. You know, you get your hand on it first and pull it away, and he like sits up. He says, "Give it back, please, please." Give it back! I, I I need it. Don't take don't take my phone. I uh, look, buddy. I'm 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 here. I'm just trying to help you here. And as he's saying this, Fell's going to start doing a remote hack into it, see if he can read any of the. I mean, you don't have to remote hack. It. You have it in your hand, but but sure. this way he's this way he's not like touching it. It's sitting in his pocket, so he's doing it without like having hands on. Or or it's like okay 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 fine fine and puts it back on the table. No. And starts doing that. No. Ziva's gonna like as soon as you're not. She's going to step in front of you to basically try and intercede and calm him down and give you time to do what you need to do. Like, the doctor's here to check on him physically. Ziva's going to try and calm him down emotionally, mentally, and let Fel do the clickety-clack. All right, (laughs) let's see. How do I want to do this? Um, We'll start with Ziva trying to run interference. So let me get a diplomacy, I guess. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. 37. 37. All right. You're going to get a plus two to your stealth roll, Phil, to try to, try, I mean, like, 
you're trying to pocket it or what? Like he, he like stops you. Like you have it in your hand. Okay. Like, you know, when he like sits up and freaks out. So what, you know, what are, what are you doing at that moment when, you know, Ziva steps in front of you kind of right as that's happening. Okay. And so, she's giving you cover. So what's your, you have a plus two to stealth if you want it. And I have a specific thing I would say because he told me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, you know, you know, we're here to help you with the the email thing, and which is kind of like calm okay, down. Okay, well, I guess what I'm asking is, are you trying to hide you interacting with the phone or not? So with him starting awake when I grab it, mm-hmm. and knowing that this is hybrid tech, or that there's some type of hybrid something going on with the app that's on this device. Fell's not going to try and pocket it. Uh, he's going to to you know just hold it in his hand. But even though it's in his hand, initiate a wireless hack on it to try to get the information that he needs. Gotcha. All and right, then if so, he's successful with it, then he'll just you know give it back. If not, then go from there. What I, what I'll say is that that high role of a diplomacy certainly buys enough time for that. He's his attention is now on you, Ziva. So you've just bought fell a little time with the device to do the hack. So what do you say? Philip, we, we came with the doctor to, to check on you. How are you? And she's like standing in front of fell. She's really trying to run physical interference here. Um, and she's, I, I know you're not well and I, we wanted to check on you. Is there anything that we can get you? She's just kind of like rambling to try and. Um, soothe he, him and yeah like he kind of looks at you and his eyes kind of come back into focus and he lays back down obviously exhausted uh, but he is awake now he says uh, she so. is wearing the perfume again also <laughs> <laughs> so, Ziva, I'm, I'm so tired I don't I don't know what's happening to me what what are you doing here we came to check on you what the doctor said that uh, she was going to come and visit, and, and you know, the last time I saw you, you weren't doing well, and and we we, we care about you, and we wanted to make sure that you were all right, and uh, everyone is, you know, kind of suffering in their own way right now, but you seem to be hit pretty hard. Uh, tell me, are you getting any rest? Are you are you? And she's trying. She's trying to basically like kind of poke him for. Um, yeah. Symptoms. Um, he says, "I can, I can barely sleep. I, I keep having dreams of, of, of this, of this man. It's like I, I, I'm so confused. I, I, I keep seeing this, this." This person, this this man, he keeps calling himself what? What is it? Something weird. Um, keeps calling himself Gradier? No, that's that's not it. Gardenzio? He keeps he keeps that's like, but it's like I just keep having these these nightmares. I think, but then I can't remember things, and. I'll look at my phone or my computer and there'll be emails sent that, that I, I didn't send. And, and he, and every time it happens, I have this nightmare of this person. 
so he's saying that he's having a nightmare of Gardenzio telling him I'm sorry I, I blanked out there for a minute when he said that name um does is that correct did I hear that right like he said Gardenzio yeah and he would have known that name from bleeding no. Mike in? No. No. Okay. Because no. he just said one of the pirates wants to yeah. talk to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he didn't say a name. Because that, that was one of the things that we were, like, specifically like, well, fuck. Um, did you, Philip, do you, do you know what this man looks like? Do you, can you, can you see? You Would ever, you allow me have, to have do something? Have you ever something? seen that, that movie? Rocky. <laughs> he looks yes, like because looks Ziva like, is well-rounded, but Emily sucks. Uh, uh, yes. No, yeah, he <laughs> describes somebody that looks like Sylvester Stallone, but he when he describes him, he says that his jaw often dis, like distends, like whenever he's seeing him, like and it just like kind of droops down to his chest sometimes, like, like hangs unhinged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not good. Then. Okay, so it's, while Ziva's kind of doing this, she would look over at the doctor. It, what's the doctor doing? Like, is she just kind of like doing her little? Is she doing anything, or is she just kind of standing and? She's just kind of watching and like okay. taking notes, you know. Um, gonna try something. Mm-hmm. Can I do uh, detect thoughts and ask him, Philip? Do you mind if I? Try and I don't know. I don't even know if that'll work because it's just well, what are surface you trying thoughts. To do? Like basically to see the person that he's thinking about. I don't see know if that's how that works. In his mind's yeah, eye. yeah. I think you could get that image with the uh, surface thoughts. If you could, you know, you tell him to focus on on the image, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he he certainly doesn't fight you on that. Mm-hmm. And you do get this image of this kind of Italian looking person with black hair and chiseled jaw and kind of a curled lip. Okay. Um, but he anything. looks terrifying. Like the, you can, you can tell that the image that, that, um, Philip has of this person is, is pure terror. You know? mm-hmm. Philip, what, what is, what does he, what does he tell you? What? I, I can never understand what he's saying. It's just gibberish. I, it, but like I swear sometimes it feels like he's inside of me like in your head yeah well, you're you're not alone there Philip we are all feeling a little bit of something odd in our head right now like trying to comfort him is do you ever see him anywhere in any kind of um, location or anything uh, background Yes, Anyone he's always, else? he's always, every time the nightmare happens, he's surrounded by, like, rock walls, like he's in, like he's in a tunnel. Philip, I think I, we've, I discussed this earlier, brought it up, but have you, are you familiar with, there's, there's a talk about the mine somewhere here. Do you know anything of this? I, 
No, that, well, yeah, that, but that was just an old ghost story. That was, that was pirates' rumors. That was, wait, I think that, that that's real? Did, did we build think, this on, on, I think oh God, rumors, oh God, rumors oh God, are, oh God, oh God, and like, he like starts like seizuring, like freaking oh out, God, no, like just no, like, no, no. like just seizuring in his, in his bed. And the doctor like runs over and like kind of puts her, puts her hands on him. And holds they him down. Help. Yeah, and, and like she like pulls out a like a like a um, stick. What are, not a popsicle stick? What are they called medically? Uh, tongue depressor. Tongue depressor. Yeah, and, and like puts it in his mouth to like keep him from from biting his. I, I have a question. Yeah, mm-hmm. is he related to Sedona in any way? Oh, shut up. Oh, <laughs> um, Fell, you know that you've gotten the data kind of downloaded to your AI. I assume you're not like trying to read it right now. No, especially with all this going on. Um, the doctor looks at you Ziva and says, I think that he's had enough. I, 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 I'm sorry. I I wish that there was more time, but this is, I cannot let him continue to be agitated. But yeah, uh, Phil having the information that he needs, and especially since Philip is kind of under the weather again. Yeah, under the weather. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fell very cold-bloodedly, just drops the the uh, the comm unit back on his little bedside table. Hmm. And then, not so cold-bloodedly, because he's still a sweetheart, uh, you know, looks over at Philip. It's like, buddy, we'll, uh, I don't even know if you can hear me, but we're going to do what we can to try and fix this shit. Yeah, I mean, he, you know, you're saying that, but there, he's complete, pretty unresponsive at this point. Yeah. And you guys kind of head out of the room um, just as you can hear the guards and Mike and Oren coming back around the corner. So you guys kind of just dip out real quick. Um, and I imagine you can head back to the room to study, kind of re- reconvene and talk about what, what you've discovered. So you're, you're back at the room. I will say one one thing that Ziva does as soon as she gets back to the room is she's going to take her ring of whispers mm-hmm. and she's going to take her name off and add Gardenzio's. Okay. Very nice. Let me make a note of that, actually. Okay. So you guys are back in the room. Um, let me go ahead and tell you what information you got, Fell. Okay. You've noticed that two, I'm sorry, one IP or or a, another user has used um, Philips app. Gotcha. Um, and I'll, I'll tell you the instances in which you did in just a second. The first thing that stands out to you is that the email that you got from Kayon Reese was sent from Philip's app. Oh. And it wasn't like forwarded to his app and then forwarded to you, you know, it like... It originated from his device. It originated from his app. What? Huh. Second thing you see is that there was a communication log from his personal comm unit that is dated back to 
the time, the exact time of your arrival in New Elysium star space. And that that communication was to your ship. Right about the time that you showed up to intercept the Buzzblade's attack. He's Can you say that one more time? The timestamp on the communications log shows that there was a communication from Philip's app to your ship, to like the the comms on your ship at at the time that you arrived in Star Space to intercept the Buzzblade attack. The message from Gardenzio. Yeah. The listeners can't see me, but I'm I'm doing hard air quotes right now. Yeah. He's inside him. <laughs> hmm. What hmm. the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm confused about all this. Tell you what, I'm not ready to just like kill every freaking NPC <laughs> on this oh, on this what? thing and just call it good. Like what this a surprise. Is... No. <laughs> no idea. We have to save. We have to save Philip. You just He's doomed just him pawn. by saying that. Oh. Uh, so that's the information I think that's now presented to the party. We can yeah. say that that Ziva and Fel can inform everybody about what's happening, what happened in the room. Yeah. Yeah, we do that certainly. Um and specifically looking kind of to Mike about the whole Gardenzio thing, you know, he says he's he's I saw in his head, Mikael, this this person, and I would describe it yeah. in detail. Yeah, I mean that that sounds like him. And I mean when I went and met with who I thought was Gardenzio Philip was the one that took us. So I don't, I, I so, don't know. So there's something else though with with the that email coming from Kion originated from from Philip's app. It, that didn't come from Reese. That that or from Kion. It that came from. I don't. I mean, I don't fucking know. I mean, we've already we already know for sure. There's there's a lot of shit not right here, but but that that specifically really gets under my skin with the you know Damn. that corporate bullshit type of response that I got in in Kion's email. Which yeah, goes but how would to, Philip have access to the Kion's email address? Or, 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 did, or did Kion have access to Philip's thing? Is he a pawn of his? Is there some weird mind control shit going on? I mean, if it's if it's run through a com that has the app on it, who's to say that whatever, whoever is pulling these strings, it is all not connected. Uh, this is... I mean, I can't see it not be the same fucking signals going to everybody's devices. Uh, if you remember, I did say that there was one other user that, like, used Philip's app. Like, you could see, like, another IP. Mm. Yeah. So, so by but you by, couldn't, but you didn't, you know, you, there's no like defining what, where that IP came from or whose IP it is. You just see right. that there's a secondary, like somebody kind of took control of the app for a, a couple times. Gotcha. Mechanically, is there a way that we could eventually computers that out, or is that well, just- you can you can assess that 
that happened at the time that the email was sent. Mm-hmm. Um, it was not at the time that the communications to your ship happened. Um, there's a couple other times that don't seem to line up to anything specific. Nothing that you can relate to, but it's always the same IP address. And I will say that, Phil, you you would know that it would require pretty high security level to be able right. to do that. So by saying it, I, I, I hear you being very specific about being through his app. You're not necessarily talking about his device, like the actual physical device. Yes, I am. Both. Okay. Both, both his iteration of the app, but... It's it's logged on from through his device. Okay, but you know, in you that being somebody who's skilled in remote, be, in remote, you know right. that the, yeah, right. He doesn't have to have physical access to it. All the shits on the same network, right? Could just remote log into somebody else's device and send it right. from there to obfuscate where it's actually coming from. Right. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> you said a mouthful, brother. <laughs> I think. With all of this, you know, kind of coming to a head and we're all together, uh, I, I would definitely at this point, you know, look to Kuiper and say, I think now more than ever we should make a sort of alliance with our little friend and see if we can procure some of the data that he has been collecting. However, that needs to, whatever we need to do to make that happen. I think and we should. On make top that of that, happen. on top of that, with all this weird shit going on, it might not be a bad thing for us to for if if word gets out, if something gets out, to have some of this shit recorded. Yes, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. I'll see what I can do with the Karajima. Yeah, do you like ring him up now? Yeah. Yeah, I mean he says uh, he sends a message back saying that he's he can meet right now. He can even come to your your room. Mm, somewhere public. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anywhere specific. Somewhere out in the open bistro. So yeah, you guys meet him there, uh, and so he he you know he's very excited to see all of you walk in, um, mm-hmm. and and at, you know kind of after you kind of smooth things a little bit, he says ah. Oh, let bygones be bygones. Yes, it's okay. It's okay. There are some strange things going on here that are bigger than these petty differences. <laughs> Listen, I think we can work together. Let me film what's going on. Let me film what's happening with you and what you discover. And I will share the information that I find in the places that you aren't. That sounds perfect. We need to make sure that... The, all of this information can be broadcasted. If you could just sign right here. And he, like, puts his data pad out. <laughs> one one, uh, one thing, yeah. Talk. Is, is there any way that in, we can sign something in agreement that we won't use this for commercial gain or, or to try and make money off of? Well, let me just calm down. <laughs> to, hold on. <laughs> but uh, but to, to, for us to be able to also get a copy of what you record. You can do whatever you want with your with what you record, but I, I'd like to have the footage for myself, too, if I can. So that is two things that you said there. I want to make sure we're absolutely clear. 
I can use my footage in any means that I would like, and you get a copy. Is this I mean, the arrangement to, that you agree with? That's up to the captain. But I'm just no, saying. No, this like, is I, up I to you a- each individually. I must have your signature. See, Mister Doc, I will happily sign as long as we are both in agreement that we, uh, that I myself get a personal copy of everything that you record. And that you can do as you say you please, but no aggressive altering of the footage to no deep fakes, yeah? I will guarantee that I will not alter any of the footage. That is not talk. That is not what I do. There is enough good story out there on its own that I do not need to make the changes. Uh, My thought do, is well. And you she do would not sign. have to worry about that. So she would sign. I would Can like to read over sign? the document. Is there anything else? Um, I mean, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of legalese, right? Like, uh-huh. because, you know, he's he's been here before. He's a professional at this. and Dude, I know 11 um, languages. I'm ready. Yeah, no, I mean, like, <laughs> you, you get it, but, like, you just see that it's, like, very weighed down in legislation. You know, basically, he has ownership over, complete ownership over any footage. Mm-hmm. That's that. That's the main thing that you need to know. Okay. Is that is that he has complete ownership over over that footage? Um, he says, but you guys all sign it, yes, right? Yeah, that yeah. The, electronic yeah. signature. As, sure. as I step up to sign it, and I do I walk up to sign it, and I look at um, talk, and I tell him, "Look, I don't fucking like you. Just get that out of the air." And I'm going to tell you right now, agreement, legal or otherwise, if you try to manipulate any of this footage and harm the APA, I'll find you. You just do what you do. Only you can harm yourself with this footage. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, let me show you what I already have, and you will see that I do not need to alter anything. Yeah, let's see some of his work. And um, he, once he gets all your signatures, he kind of does a couple things on his data pad and then turns it back around to you. You see a video, and he shows you some buzz blades. You see your boy Barrel. You see Virlay and you see Lomer. They're at um, the bistro. And this looks like, you know, from the date stamp, this looks like this was yesterday. Ooh, in the same location, too, that we're in. Ooh. And, yeah, and what you see, and it's just them there. It's There's nobody else in the bistro at the time. And they're eating lunch. And Beryl is eating his hamburger like normal. And then he reaches down and he picks up the hamburger and the plate together at one time. And he starts eating. He just bites through the plate and the burger. <laughs> and it just like cuts into his lip. And, and at first, Virlay and Lomer don't notice. They're just eating. They don't realize what he's doing because he doesn't scream out in pain or anything. And he keeps eating the plate. And then eventually drops the burger and just starts chewing on the plate. And that's when 
his friends see him and they they you know they start to panic a little bit and they pull the plate from him but the damage is already done he's split his mouth from like here from the corner of his mouth up to his cheekbone as he's just gnawed on this ceramic plate and they immediately like take the plate out of his hands wrap their arms around him and start to like cover his face with some napkins and usher him quickly out of the room out of the bistro and he shows you other footage of other guests like walking down the hall and then like just having a happy conversation at one moment and the next moment one of you know if it's two people walking down the hall one of the people will just turn and clock the person next to him like with with seemingly no provocation at all and just start to beat and pulverize the crap out of them kind of shake their head and come up and seem like completely unaware of what happened and he just has several several different clips of this um and he says but do you know who i haven't seen in a couple of days who's that this year in the cassetta i have not seen her and have you seen her last time i saw her she was holding her stomach complaining of a gastrointestinal problem the last time that we would have seen her was after we had, like, Kuiper and I had dinner with them, right? That was the last time you saw her, was yeah. at that dinner. Yep. Yeah, that was, like, two days four ago. Four days ago? Mm-hmm. It was, like, two days ago, I think. Three, okay, maybe. So. Yeah. Well, let, let me ask you this. In your paparazzian, um, have you, have you seen anything like this occurring with the security guards? Have any of them had symptoms, or are they somehow inexplicably immune? No, they are also seem to be susceptible to what is ever going on here. Uh, yes, they just seem much more angry, and uh, he pulls up a clip, and he shows you a security card in a in a break room, and he's obviously been crawling in the ducts to get this footage. Like, you know, he's in an air vent looking through. Yeah, like and I said earlier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you see... A security guard by himself, like in the break room, just beating his head against the wall, just doom, 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 for for a good minute, and then he just stops and like kind of looks around, sees no that nobody's there, kind of rubs his head, and walks out. All right. Well, it's good to know that they're not immune, and I don't say that just because I don't like them, which I don't. But if if none of the security was having this kind of problem, it would be quite suspicious, don't you think? Uh, yes, I think that it is still suspicious, nonetheless. Hey, a uh, question, uh, and I'd like to ask Tark. Um, uh, perhaps uh, can we review your footage for a particular Vatani man? Who? Uh, Mr. Kaon Reese. Perhaps you have seen him, or perhaps you've uh, incidentally recorded him. He we left want... here. He left here the, the day that you arrived. <sighs> what about the good doctor? Have you seen anything from her or even Philip? Philip, yes, he's been very, very sick. 
but he's been locked up for the last couple of days and I have not been able to get any good footage of him. The doctor seems to be immune to this, whatever it is. You know, there's something else going on here. How much do you know about the doctor's assistant? The Verthani? Yes. Well, she's she's fucking pretty. She's pretty, you think? <laughs> yes, <laughs> the person who destroyed my thing to see can't see himself. There is something wrong with that doctor, I'm telling you. It may be just me being susceptible to whatever is going on here, but I swear I have seen a scale or two on that Vertani's arm. Really? Sense motive? Yep, sense sure. motive. Personal sense motive. I think he genuinely thinks he saw that, or yeah. saw it. 26. 36. Yeah, so with a 36, you can tell that he thinks he believes what he's saying, but he's not sure if it's also hallucination. You know what Gosh. I mean? Like, so yeah. he's uncertain, you know, but he, he thinks that there's something weird. He thinks that what he saw was real, but he also knows that things aren't real. So, yeah. you know, that's kind of what you can gather that that's where his head's at. Um, so you have to decide for yourself whether or not something is trying to provoke Mm-hmm. something or if he actually saw what he saw basically you share the information that you're willing to share with him he he has a bunch of video footage of people just acting strangely you know it, it, it's not like a lot but enough to be alarming that it's that it seems like most of the resort mm-hmm. has had some sort of reaction to what's ever going on Cathessa has gone missing at this point Philip is bedridden shit's going down and i and and you guys kind of know enough to know that you don't know shit like you know that (laughs) there's a mine here but you don't know where it's at how to get to it you you're kind of i think you're kind of just processing all the information that you've gotten today so and i'll just put this out there you know for just learner ziva would definitely want to message kathessa and she would also want to message Vori to try and meet with her. Because if she's the groundskeeper, maybe she knows. Maybe we can pump her for information about potential location of this fucking mine. Um, it's not okay. possible. So, yeah. I mean, is, are you guys asked everything of talk that you want to? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, it's, that. yeah, so you guys, you know, go back to your room. At the end of the day, you send out those messages. You get nothing back from Kathessa. Mm. Vori responds with a message simply that says, uh, breakfast? Question mark. Yep. Okay. Um, Early, I'm up and whenever you are. All right. Um, so then that's, that's kind of the day as you guys continue to mull this over. Think about it. Go um, to sleep. Hey. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, we're just mulling it over. Never mind. Because I want to do a separate thing while they're addressing Vori. Okay. What would you like to do? I would like to tail the assistant of that. The doctor's assistant. The Verthani... Uh, Okay, so you're going to spend the rest of day eight trying to find this assistant and tailing them? Yes, for the rest of day eight, yeah. I mean, she's working at Titan's Rest. Uh, Roll... We'll just roll a perception 
as you study her for the... You can actually take 20 on that if you want. Okay, yeah. Uh, let's see. Perception, that's going to be a 33. You know, I mean, it's hard because, like, she goes into operating rooms a lot, and it's not really easy to slip in there. You do get in there once with... You, you have the opportunity to get your invisibility going, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and you see, you don't see anything of the sort, you know? Uh, you don't see anything out of the ordinary with her. Maybe she seems, like, a little nervous, um, a little pale, but other than that, you know, you certainly don't see any kind of scales or anything like that. Mm. Mm. <laughs> oh. I... Um. Okay. I'm thinking about going, being pretty ballsy here. I'm thinking about being pretty ballsy here while in the. Are there any cameras in this operating room? Not in the operating room. No. Thinking about being pretty goddamn ballsy here. Oh. Um, and while I'm invisible, I'd like to go ahead and draw my knife to their throat. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you. John. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. I'm tired of being nice to these people. It's time to start fucking them up. So much for not escalating It's time time to start taking out the knives and putting them in people's throats, y'all. I'm for real. This episode has been sponsored by Roll20. This is how we roll.